0: Welcome to the Money Insights Podcast, where high-income earners come to learn wealth-building strategies that will take them from high income to high net worth, with your hosts, financial and wealth-building experts, Christian Allen and Rod Zabriskie.
1: Welcome into another episode of the Money Insights Podcast, where we talk all things money and business. My name is Christian Allen. I'm here with my co-host, Rod the Pod
2: Zabriskie. Rod, what is up? My hey I'm doing great but I realized something I was helped to realize something by whom by one of our uh faithful listeners
1: ah uh, that's going to be that's going to remain anonymous
2: that's true yes yep he, by, okay so tell I me what requested. you
1: what did you tell me about this
2: two years ago we started this podcast mm-hmm. and in episode number one you gave me a nickname okay was that really episode number one it was it was that like is right remarkable after that, boom and uh and it stuck. it's been fun it's been a lot of fun and uh unfortunately i did not catch the cue uh <laughs> think think it through very thoroughly and have got I- i'm long overdue to come up with a cool nickname for you
1: so so you were just kind of enjoying the ride for the last couple of years. Meanwhile, I've been like, what the heck?
2: What is well, happening?
1: Okay. So the catalyst for this conversation came because an anonymous listener was kind enough to send an email in. And he did he did one step better than just <laughs> j- just chiding you and telling you, Rod, we really need to create a, a nickname for Christian. The other thing that he did is he was smart enough to use AI to come up with 10... Really, really quality ideas. (laughs) Can I just tell you, I read those. Luckily, he said, surely you can do better. And I think that we can do better than any of the 10 they had. But can I just tell uh, to that listener, we appreciate it. Yeah, this is great. um, This at least gave us like like the nudge that we needed to start really thinking about it. And hopefully we'll come up with something good. And when I say we, you can't come up with your own nickname. So hopefully you or Blake or Brandon or the team... Can come up with something that works.
2: Yeah, and any ideas that people have, we're totally open. I'm okay, I try thought to get creative. Okay, good idea. But...
1: I, I thought Rod. I gave you one idea um, because as we were texting back and forth, you mentioned like co- that I was coming through in the clutch. Yes, and and I did. thought the the first thing that came to my mind was Big
2: Shot Bob. Yeah, and I, I love the nickname. That... By the way, big the big shot. <laughs> I just felt like maybe your brother might start to feel like, oh, how how come he gets to be Big Shot Bob? But I'm actually Bob.
1: Yeah, that's Rob. fair. You know, I
2: you know, do but- have yeah,
1: my dad's Robert, my brother's Robert. I call my brother Bob even though no one else does. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't even think he listens to this. So big shot Bob, <laughs> he won't care. Okay. No, but Robert Ori on the other hand, he might.
2: Yeah. Okay. For all
1: I know, he's got that one, uh like trademarked
2: or trademarked. Thank you. Yeah.
1: He's probably got a trademark. And if we started to try to use it, we probably get a letter in the mail relatively quickly.
2: Okay. Well, that's good dude Good to know. Okay. <laughs> well, let's maybe let's just just start rolling with big shot for now.
1: Like Mr. Big the, shot,
2: Mr. Big shot, the big shot, something, anything big shot. Okay. Big My
1: son would be thrilled about this because Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. He loves a game and I can't think of the name of it right now, okay. but the it's like he goes by like he thinks his name is Big Shot.
2: Oh, so, oh okay.
1: All right. So I that I might be stealing another name. I don't know, Rod. I, let's put this on yeah. let's put this on ice for now and then circle back to it. But at least it's something to be thinking about. Yeah, it's it's important. Okay, before we jump into our topic today, a couple quick things. First off, I want to remind everybody that our Next live webinar will be on August 17th. It is mastering retirement cash flow planning with Blake and I. Yes. So Rod's sitting this one out. We put him on the bench. Yeah. We're like, Rod, we can't take any more of you. We we gotta take a little bit of oh, break. I thought it was more like I thought
2: it was more like Rod, man, you just you play all every minute, every game. <laughs> That's true. You were crushing it, <laughs>
1: making us all look bad. So we got to sit you on the bench for that reason. Whatever the reason, Rod's on the bench. Um, okay. So as you're listening to this episode, I hope, we hope that that somebody who could use or benefit from the material we're going to talk about um, will get value from this. As you're listening to this, think about that. And if someone comes to your mind, send them our episode. That's the action item today.
2: I like it. Yep. So
1: today you don't even have to send it to two people. Just one, just one. Okay. Um, Rod, our topic. Before I go into the topic, I want to just tell kind of a quick story that that was part of the catalyst for this topic. It was maybe part one or, you know, part A, part B. Anyway, here's what happened. Um, I shouldn't even say happened. It happens. This is even worse. (laughs) Okay. So I'm airing some dirty laundry. Here's the deal. Um I'm a night owl. I love to do a lot of my work at night, but I also like that it's like quiet and calm and I could just like um be. Does uh-huh. that make sense? Yeah. Right? It feels nice. Yeah. Uh, early hours of the morning, that kind of thing. Those are great. Uh but sometimes, Rod, I like to just kind of be mindless and play a game on my phone, just mm-hmm. like anybody else, right? Yeah. Uh, and there's probably a lot of people thinking I don't play games on my phone. But <laughs> but again, this is my dirty laundry. So um Here's the thing, Rod. Have you ever played a game and, you know, you're you're going along, you're playing, but then like in order to continue to play it, they're like, "Oh, we just need 10 999 and then you can keep going." Well, I love to play dice with buddies. Okay. I've been playing it for years, Rod. Um, and it's just one of those like things that's mindless and just gets me like thinking about nothing. It's great. Mhm but I have a vice with it. And that is simply that when I run out of dice, Rod, it's hard for me to say out loud, but I sometimes buy dice.
2: That $9 okay. 99 is so just
1: I'm, I'm buying dice and I'm looking at that. And I, like, as I do it, I'm like thinking to myself, what are you doing? Is there a worse place that you could put money than to buy electronic dice that you're going to, and then when I'm rolling them, Rod, I'm like, Oh, there's 45 cents. There's like, it's just so stupid. <laughs> love it. Okay. So here's love what it. happened. I'm, I'm doing this and at the same time. I'm thinking like, this money could be going to much better things than my dice. Right. Okay. So keep that in mind as we're getting into our topic. Okay. I want to talk about impact investing. Okay. And I'm going to be honest, Rod. I didn't know the term impact investing until yesterday. Technically right. yesterday, because it was late, late at night yesterday. Okay. Um, and I was trying to come up with, well, so to pull back the curtain, when I start creating outlines for our topics, normally what I do is I'll create multiple outlines and then like go with what, what, what I'm feeling, what makes sense okay. um, in the moment, what I'm liking. And, and so I had started two or three other outlines and just wasn't feeling it. I came ac- across an article. And I was like, oh, this is the one. This is the one. So nice. excited to talk about impact investing. To start off, Rod, could you introduce our listeners to what impact investing actually is?
2: Yes. So to be clear, it is investing. We are out good. trying to make money, make profit. Okay. okay, good. And simultaneously trying to drive some sort of positive social change, environmental change. Having this, the company drive a, a broader, greater purpose.
1: Yes, I love that word, Rod. Essentially, it's combining profits and purpose. Yeah, what could be better? Th- those are like the the two best Ps out there: profit and purpose. Sweet. <laughs> um, okay, so. Let's talk through a couple of examples, kind of what this looks like. So, oftentimes we see impact investing in places like renewable energy, or affordable housing, healthcare, education, yeah. uh, etc. There's lots of different places that it, that money could go, or places that you could invest, which could create like these positive social changes in in the world, right? Yep. Um, and that's that's really what it is. But before I go any further, um, I I need to make sure that I get through a couple of semantics. Because in in every article I read and I probably read like a dozen maybe not quite that many but a bunch they all wanted to make sure that we knew that impact investing is not quite the same as what they call ESG or SRI so ESG stands for environmental social governance so that's the, the type of investing and then SRI stands for socially responsible investing apparently rod these are not the same as, as impact investing. But from what I can tell, if you were to like draw this out, like there'd be impact investing in the middle, Mm -hmm. and then you'd have two other circles that would like be crossing into it, but don't fit squarely in the middle. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that I view these. But that said, Rod, can you at least make sure we know the difference between first ESG and impact investing and Socially responsible investing and in impact investing.
2: Yeah, okay, so with ESG, uh, it's a rating system. So based on a company and their the, the way that they carry on their business, uh, how in, environmentally friendly are they? So the mm-hmm. E for environmental... Uh, they get a score for how environment- environmentally friendly they are in the way they conduct their business. Okay, Secondly, so did was- you know that, Rod? I didn't know there Before was a now? system. No. I didn't know there was a
1: system. I was like, they actually get ranked. So if you want to be like a socially responsible investor, you can actually go look at rankings of companies and determine like how good they are at actually accomplishing these three, you know, abiding by the environmental governance and um social yeah kind of crazy
2: yeah it is wild so okay. now it's going back to the difference okay what's the difference mm-hmm. between esg and impact investing esg is looking at uh, you know at companies that have uh, a mission have some sort of purpose that they're accomplishing that isn't necessarily doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with environment or social or, or whatnot Um, this is just a score attached to that company. So whatever. So it's not created for that purpose. Right.
1: It's basically just a company and how well they are at, you know, how good they are at doing
2: this. Yeah. So if you as an investor, now this goes to the socially responsible investing. If you have a cause or you have specific things that you're concerned about that you want to make sure that when you're investing, as long as you're going to be investing, you want to be investing in companies that align with, you and your values then you can look at those rankings and and then know hey I don't want to invest in that company but I do want to invest in this one because e- either way the the whole idea is that you want to create a positive return coming back to you right but given the choice you would you would kind of rate them or choose to invest in one versus the other so the big yeah. difference then between that and impact investing is impact investing is uh, a company where the where the cause or the purpose behind the company is to drive the inven- environmental or social change so
1: so like a company that's investing in solar energy versus uh oil would be an example of a company that's focused on impact yeah of the environment in that in that specific situation yeah
2: exactly, and so you're The whole drive, the whole purpose behind the company is toward that impact instead of like as, as a, I don't know, in retrospect, (laughs) looking at a company and saying, oh, how are they doing towards environmental, social, et cetera.
1: Perfect. Okay. What I want to do next, Rod, is I want to spend the next little bit of time talking about what I think is the most important part of this, which is why impact investing.
2: Okay. So before we jump into the why impact investing, do you mind if I just share a quick story?
1: Please, Rod.
2: All right. So we have a client who, uh, he's a veteran and he has a, a cause, like a, a passion um, that he is going to eradicate veteran homelessness. And when we first were were meeting, before we got into anything else in terms of his goals and, and whatnot, and, and, you know, talking about in this case, it was investment optimizer. Um, he was really clear on that. And it was interesting because when he mentioned that about getting rid of veteran homelessness, it's almost like he anticipated my thought of like, wow, that's a, that's a big goal, like a, a big deal. And, and so he's like, well, I I don't care what people think. Like that's just what I'm going to do. We got to get, we have to, you know, respect these people who put their, their lives on the line. And now they're in a rough place. We just have to do this. And so, um, What's cool with it, though, is he knows that he needs money in order to do that, right? Now, he could just go out and, and you know, beat the streets, talk to people, hey, this is what I'm doing, you know, help me out here. Um, But he's, like, driven to put his money where his mouth is in in the sense of, like, of being, like, really uh, on the front edge of doing that. So some of the investing that he's doing isn't necessarily by itself, doing this like he's he's getting into franchises and doing stuff because he needs to create some some income here but uh, but that will drive into the impact investing in the sense like in earlier you mentioned one of the examples you said affordable housing well if we're going to get people you know these veterans off the streets then having a place for them to live is obviously key but it even goes beyond that right. And, and I know you're going to get into some other examples that, that will, I think, help kind of round out this, this uh, little example I'm giving, but I just thought that the, it's a good fit into this, right? Because he has this cause, he knows it's going to take money to get it done. And he also, uh, th- there are specific pieces that he needs to have in place in order to, to really solve this issue. And so you put it all together and and it's impact investing.
1: Yep. I love it. That's a great example. Um, I remember talking about him and anyone that has that passion I just deserves a huge shout out. I love it. Okay. So Rod, the thing I want to talk about for the next few minutes um, I want to spend most of our time talking about why impact investing. Okay. Okay, We've kind of talked about what it is and that kind of thing, but maybe I'll throw it out to you to start to kick things off. What are the, like, what's the the first thing that comes to your mind uh, when we talk about like Again, impact, I know that this is the terminology is different, but like Mm -hmm. from base, based on what we've talked about, what comes to mind when you think about in impact investing?
2: Well, there, there really are a lot of needs out there. Right. And yeah, for sure. You you know, you had that kind of fun anecdote at the front end on, on the, you know, the, the spending money on games and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I mean, the fact is that there are a lot of needs inside of the borders, And certainly when you go beyond the borders of the United States, you know, a lot of need out there. So there's no shortage of causes that that someone can get behind or different ways that they can think about this. If they're, you know, whether or not they care about the environment, but they care about people or they care about, you know, uh, refugees or or whatever, like there are, the the need is enormous. And, and so it, it shouldn't be too hard to, to imagine a way that, that you can, can try to make a difference in what you're doing.
1: Yeah, th- I totally agree. The first thing that came to my mind was environment, right? I was thinking like, okay, how can we, you know, make sure that the world, the earth is a better place or, or still a good place to live in mm-hmm. hundreds of years from now or thousands of years mm-hmm. from now. Uh, but to your point, it could be um, homelessness. It could be hunger. It could be all of these you know, different issues that exist throughout the world. Um, and so I think the point here, or at least the, the overriding feeling that I got was just that there is a massive, massive need to do good. Yeah. And so if we want to talk about why impact investing, the, the place to start is because there's so many people that need help from other people who could afford to provide it. The yeah. second reason I'll say is that we're incredibly fortunate to be... In the position that we are most of the people listening to this podcast are likely in the you know top five percent in income earners in the country like most people have money and so we're talking about how to grow wealth Uh, and there's this huge part of me that just feels like if i can do both well why wouldn't i right Mm -hmm. why wouldn't i it's almost like it's a no-brainer
2: yeah Um, and can i just throw something out there too it's doing it without becoming a socialist Right. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, Hey, someone should take care of this and, you know, stomping your foot and whatever. It's like people who say, Man, I can make a difference. And, but doing it in a way that is sustainable, that is uh, like, that drives that impact.
1: K Rod. Yeah. That's a really great example. Another, another point or another why is that impact investing is focused on the root cause. Okay. At the core of what it is, that's, the, that's what it's supposed to do. So I'm going to give an example. Food banks feed an estimated one in seven Americans with black individuals three times more likely to face food insecurity than white households. Supporting food banks is critically important, but it doesn't actually address the root cause of the food insecurity, right? So we have to address the systemic issues that go mm-hmm. above and beyond that. and And that's what impact investing is about. It's about... What are the actual issues like what's creating the hunger? What's creating the Mm -hmm. homelessness? What's creating the pollution? How can we invest for change? Yeah. Right. All of those things end up being a huge deal. Okay. I have another example that I want to throw out there. And then I want to get back to your you, you brought in the government Rod and I want to talk a little bit about that. I government. couldn't
2: help myself I knew it was coming later but I still couldn't It's help coming. Myself.
1: All right Rod I want to give another example where we talk about how impact investing can like really get to the root cause of something. And this was an example like, I, I wouldn't have come up with this I didn't think I didn't think of this. I was reading Global Impact Investor Network. I was reading in the Global Investor Impact Network. Impact investing provides a unique opportunity to address the gaps in economic equality and wealth creation, the issues that often cause food insecurity in the first place. Although Black women are more likely than their white male peers to start businesses. That's interesting, by the way, Rod. That is interesting. They receive less than 1% of venture funding, and all Black entrepreneurs receive less than 2% of venture funding. So this is like a massive issue, right? Mm -hmm. Like. We're just suggesting that there's a systemic issue, systemic racial issue that's not getting money in the hands of the people that need it. Okay. Black business owners are denied loans nearly twice as often as white business owners. Access to capital and credit are critical to building Black-owned businesses, which are in turn critical to increasing wealth in Black communities. In fact, the the net worth of Black business owners is 12 times higher than for those of non-business owners. So the point here impact investors can invest directly in things like minority led investment funds to increase the flow of capital to historically undercapitalized entrepreneurs. That's an interesting one, Rod. Like I haven't, I'd never thought about that. I didn't know those statistics, but that is like horrifying, Mm -hmm. right? When I read it, I'm like, that's disgusting. We need to make some real changes. And this is another good example. Getting money into people that aren't white would be a, a good starting point right yeah. And so if I want to have an impact, I'm going to invest in things that create that have that as kind of their primary cause. I just thought that one was really interesting. Okay, Rod, talk a little bit about this next one and this is a big one. We've got to take it out of the government's hands. Why the heck would that be a point?
2: Uh, where do I start? Okay, so uh, I think what what the government does is, uh, they create call them social programs, right? Social programs. So yep. we're going to take money, uh, and and again, we're not going to get into all of the political side of it, uh, but we're going to allocate money to, uh, to create affordable housing, right? So you mm-hmm. get the ghettos, right? We're going to take money and use it to, um, for for food, right? For all kinds of different things, and. The challenge is it becomes when it becomes just a handout, it doesn't impact, it doesn't have the the impact impact. as it does if it's empowering someone to change their situation and giving them the kind of a track that they can follow to get there
1: and the resources. Right. Right. Like money is great, but it's got to be like more than just that.
2: Yeah. And so, in that, that example, you just barely gave. If, if I'm investing in a minority uh, owned business, mm-hmm. I'm still going to do the exact same uh, due diligence as I would within any other case, right? Because just giving them money doesn't solve their problem. Adding money to a, a good idea, a success, uh, so someone who has the means and the, the talent and and whatever skills to make it happen, that's what's going to make that difference. So again, that's the biggest, that's the big difference between the handout and the empowerment. And when you uh, envision a world where the investing I'm doing can do both, it can make that difference, but it does it in a way that empowers the person. Then the world changes completely for those people that, that are kind of the beneficiaries of that impact.
1: Right. I just have a couple of words to for this first social security, uh-huh. second Medicare. So if you want to know why we want to take it out of the government's control, it's because the social programs for the most part have, are basically bankrupting the company are bankrupting the country. Yeah. Right. So the way that the country has managed this has been like hugely problematic. The government has managed it. Now, I'm not I know that this is a common, you know, a common talking point, like throw the government under the bus. I realize that there's it's not that simple. And Mm -hmm. yet. At the core of wanting to do something like good and really make a difference, from my perspective, one of the best things we could do is start taking things out of the government out of the government's control. And the only way to do that is if people kind of rise up and make a difference, right? If we don't have more people who are being conscientious of these types of things, then things just stay the same. Yeah. Of course, that's, that's kind of what it gives gives you an opportunity to make a difference. So for that reason, Rod, definitely take it out of the government's hands. Okay. Are there any other reasons? uh, There's probably a bunch of reasons, but are there any other things you want to hit on as in terms of why impact investing is actually important.
2: Well, I think when you take like where we are in time and the difference between when, you know, I, you know, I think back to, let's go back to the, you know, the days of, of Abraham Lincoln, right. And the situation, the, the living that he grew up in of like this, this backwoods cabin where they were scraping by, you know, day to day. And that was just that was just the way they did it. Right. You, you make it happen or it doesn't happen. And uh, the difference between then and now is we are so much more uh, wealthy just as a whole that we're in a position now where we're by making the right decisions as it relates to stuff like this, with the impact investing, um, it, the, the, a rising tide raises all boats, right? And and it should. There shouldn't be, you know, this the the poverty and and whatnot that exists. Uh, it it just doesn't have to be. So, can we make a difference? I think we can. And and so that's another why. Like we're in a we're in a different position today than you know the people before us were to, it, to make that difference.
1: Yeah, and it has to start with the people that have the means to actually do it. Yeah. Right. So that's us. Okay, some final thoughts before we call it a day Rod first off, it does take a mental shift, right? Like there's a there's a different way of thinking that comes along with this kind of idea of impact investing. And you know it, it may not be that everybody's suddenly gonna just say, hey, my primary focus in my investing is social issues or whatever mm-hmm. but just being aware of it, um, implementing it even in small ways can actually, especially over a long time, can have a really big impact. That's why it's called impact investing. Right. Uh, so th- then the second thing, Rod, is you've got to make sure you do your research. So yeah. here's here's one of the challenges. It is a new and growing industry, right? And because of that, anytime there's new gr- growing industries, we see it in private equity, there's oftentimes less transparency, um, less oversight, uh, which sometimes can be good, sometimes can be bad. But the Mm -hmm. point here is that when you're getting into this world of investing, just like we would recommend with any other investing, make sure you do um, the research to know not only that the investment is legitimate from a financial standpoint, but also you're wanting to make sure that the company, the companies you're investing in are actually putting the money to work in the way that you're expecting them to. In other words, We want to make sure the companies are actually doing good, creating the impact that we want them to. Um, And then finally, Rod, as I've stated a couple times here, we as high income earners, I put my, you and I in this, like we absolutely are in a unique position to help people in a really meaningful way. And if for no other reason, then that alone should be a good reason to start at least considering impact investing as part of, you know our overall wealth building plan
2: yeah absolutely
1: okay that's all i've got rod thanks everybody for hanging out with us today and we'll see you next week
0: thank you for listening to the money insights podcast to learn more about the financial and business strategies discussed in this show please visit moneyinsights.net the views and opinions expressed on the money insights podcast are not intended to be individual financial tax or legal advice always consult with the appropriate advisor before making financial decisions. And if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This will help others find the show and learn wealth building strategies for themselves. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.